Hello, lovely people. It's Sustainability School podcast here. Today's guest is a private chef, Sirla von Schiffer, based in UK, and we discussed the idea of one meal at a time to eat less meat. Sirla has a lot of experience with her clients who are meat eaters themselves, and there are some unbelievable changes that eating tasty plant-based foods bring in the minds of meat lovers. You can hear the feedback she gets when making vegetarian, vegan or plant-based foods for them, as well as her ideas why we should consider eating less meat. Sirla also shares some great resources and tips to start making better choices for our health and the planet's health. So, wish you happy listening! So, uh, hi Sirla! Hi Kai! <laughs> It's so nice to have you in our podcast. Oh, no, thanks for having me. It's really a pleasure. Yeah. Well, we can start off by you telling us uh, more about yourself. Okay. Well, uh, firstly, I would like all your listeners to know that you know, I'm, I'm far from perfect. I'm not one of these um, amazing eco-warriors. Instead, me and my life is something much more ordinary. But having said that, you know, if everyone who wasn't living sustainably or didn't really know where to start, as you know, there's so much information out there, as I'm sure you know, uh, change just one thing, and that would be their eating habits. We'll be on our way creating much kinder, healthier and better world for ourselves and our children because it's rather than few people doing perfectly, we need millions of people doing things imperfectly, if you like. So, yeah, so every effort kind of counts. So, yeah, I'm a freelance chef and uh, I cook vegetarian, vegan and plant-based food for private clients and retreats and luxury retreats. And uh, I also teach how to create those meals as interestingly, a lot of my clients aren't vegetarian or vegan. And, but I actually love that uh, because I get to help them discover the wonderful world of plants and uh, how amazing, how amazing they can taste if cooked right and how great they will make you feel and how they can benefit your health and obviously also the earth as well. Oh, wow. That sounds amazing. So is, do you have like a dream job, I think? <laughs> dream, dream job. Well, do you know what? It, it really is because, you know, obviously this is a matter that's close to my heart. So it gives me so much joy when I see, you know, a person who's, you know, eaten meat forever as a proper devout meat eater and who then tastes my food and then says like oh they couldn't believe how tasty it was and how flavorsome it was and how they didn't even miss meat and uh, and how they're like blown away that is uh, vegetarian plant-based and because of that a good experience they will now um, add more foods like into their diet or are willing to try more plant-based options And, you know, like I do, I do understand them in a way. I'm vegetarian myself and I have been for years, uh, like way before it was cool or trendy. Um, But, uh, you know, when I go and eat out with me and my partner, anything, you know, and when you order vegetarian or especially if you order vegan food, quite often, you know, what comes is very disappointing. It's not tasteless and horrible. (laughs) So you're like, oh, I kind of understand why, let's say, if a meat eater goes out and decides one day, do you know what? I'm actually going to try 
vegetarian food and then they get this horrible thing and that will just confirm in their head like yep that's it if you're vegetarian vegan your life will suck because there's no good food out there so like why suffer no I'll go back to meat you know I must say it's better nowadays you know you have better options and I know in Estonia you have some amazing amazing restaurants and food and yeah they're really doing a good job there so yeah yeah I totally agree that if you go out and you don't find the perfect uh, dish and then you say oh I never want to go have a vegan or, or vegetarian dish anymore yeah totally and you know and that's that's one of my big big mission and passion to help to change that view and to promote delicious vegetarian plant-based diet uh, because by doing so you do not only help and heal yourself which is super important you also help to heal the mother earth and bring an end to some of the horrific cruelty and suffering that goes with it so yeah and that's what i would really like to talk to you today how to heal and change the world one delicious meal at a time if that's okay <laughs> Yeah, very much. But uh, if we maybe can talk more about why are our eating habits so important and why they can create such a change? Well, well, firstly, eating is something we do every day, many times per day. So if we can introduce a change to that, it will auto automatically create a chain reaction for the better. So let me give you some figures here. So if everyone would become vegetarian by 2050, then food-related emissions would drop by 60% and by 70% if you go full vegan. Not to mention there would be a huge 10% worldwide reduction in mortality rate due to the reduction in heart disease, diabetes and strokes and some cancers, which are obviously all dire directly linked to high meat diets. So a worldwide vegetarianism uh, would save 7 million deaths per year, while veganism would save 8 million deaths per year. Now, that's a lot, don't you think? Oh, yeah, sure. And it would make a huge difference. Yeah, and also by going veggie, you will help our oceans too to be restored to their natural balance because around 85% of fisheries are overfished or they're fully exploited, causing massive problems in our sea. And, well... Then it's obviously the question, um, you know, where where you can where you get and source your food because you know food is something we eat many times a day. So sourcing your food is a huge deal, and it starts by saying no to Monsanto foods or foods that have been heavily poisoned or manipulated. So it's simple supply and demand. If there's no demand, there's no supply. Um, so I, you know, I always say like make good quality food your priority. Because, you know, you wouldn't put bad petrol in your car, would you? No. <laughs> no, no, exactly. Because, you know, it wouldn't work. And in the end, it would break down. Uh, equally, why would you put toxic or harmful food in your body? Because it will have the same effect as the bad petrol that has to the car. Only difference being that you, you can buy a new car, but <laughs> you can't buy a new body. So, uh, yeah. So, well, we future <laughs> yeah well yeah so yeah so we really must uh, must look after it so we can get you know maximum miles out of it so yeah so by choosing local organic food whenever possible we're not only supporting our own health but in the same purchase we're helping our local community which is especially important at times like these uh, because it's the local community has really suffered or at least here in the uk because of all this that's been going on and uh, bringing money back to the community instead of giving it away to big corporations. And uh, and we're helping environment too, obviously, because of the root poisoning and carbon emissions. 
Yeah, I, listening to that, it all seems so logical. And I think that this is exactly what we should do. So how can we do this? Okay, so it's actually quite simple. So let's say that you decide that, right, today I'm going to challenge myself and eat vegetarian food for, for a whole one month, yeah? And uh, so, and also with that, you will try to buy local or, and organic food if, if possible, um, in minimum packaging as well, if possible, because obviously reducing the packaging as well helps, helps with that. So yeah, so by doing so, you would have improved your health so after a month. You would have improved your health quite considerably. And I know this because of uh, through my clients, because I've seen who've changed, uh, you know, their eating habits from eating meat to then going to plant-based or vegetarian diets. And there's been massive changes. So their health has improved. Uh, skin is improved. They have more energy. There's more vitality. You know, they supported the local businesses. So help brought money back to them and and growers uh, so that the communities are better also you know bees are feeling better because they're not dying from the horrific pesticides that are being used you know to poison all the um, crop and obviously bees are massively needed <laughs> to keep keep us going and and it would have helped mother earth as well because you just saved uh, 134 pounds of co2 and saved the life of 17 animals who didn't have to suffer or face horrific death in slaughterhouses and you managed to do all this simply by changing your eating habits and you created a massive change, no? Yeah, yeah, definitely. So it's 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 and that's what I think is beautiful of it because it's not it's not a big thing. And you know, like oh, it's yeah, it's just a, like one choice, one choice at a time. And I think people sometimes can get overwhelmed. It's like oh, there's so many choices. But it's like no, it's like just like oh, I'm gonna pick, I'm gonna try a new recipe. I've heard this is a good recipe. Okay, what do I need? Then you go to a shop, and you know, because usually you have at least I don't know in in here. In the UK, we have you have an option of you know fruit that's in package, you know, in plastic, or that it isn't. So you just kind of take the one that doesn't have the plastic, and yeah, and you go. So with each choice and step you make, or for you know, so it increases the well-being of everything, yourself and community and Earth. So yeah, little steps go a long way. <laughs> I suppose that's my point. Yeah, they really do. And I understand that you're a very good example for that, that you you made the change, you have made the change and uh, you're changing the world step by step. But how did your family and your friends, How do they, do they have the same understanding or do you have to explain your choices to them often? Okay, so that's an interesting question. So I, so my partner is uh, fully vegetarian as well. We actually eat mostly plant based, but uh, and we obviously are not limited to that. And he, he, he was pescatarian when we met, but we've been almost together now for six years or so. And, and he instantly was, yeah, no, that's no problem. I'll, I'll eat vegetarian food because I have this funny kind of rule in my house that. Uh, 
no meat allowed because I've been to you know some temples and stuff and I found they had this really lovely energy and I was like oh how do you get this energy it's like okay so there's no meat so there's no suffering so I was like I want to create that in my own house and and when you do you know like my plants are growing like crazy it's really lovely and and funnily enough you know people can feel it and they say like oh this it feels really nice and I you know I don't know call me crazy but I think that's part of it and um I have two wonderful stepchildren Amelie and Etienne who who spend uh, half the time here and so they are 12 and 8 well 9 and 13 soon and obviously when you know when they're with their mum they eat meat diet but when they come here so when they're at home they eat vegetarian so and obviously you know so but it's never forced so I say like if we go outside you know they're free to choose if they want to eat meat as well but obviously we're trying to educate them and let them know um about you know the benefits of plant-based diets and 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 all of that and what is lovely to see that quite often well mostly it's only rarely but they always um, choose independently vegetarian foods so yeah and also, and, you know, like, and I've witnessed, you know, the empathy that they have towards, you know, animals and stuff. And, you know, so it's growing and they're like, so there's awareness that has come with it, you know, because they're realizing, okay, so this and so they're not, they're not killing things. And, you know, like, even if it's a snail, they're lifting it and putting it, you know, somewhere safe so it doesn't get crushed. And, you know, that's all beautiful. So that's kindness. And that's all, again, you know, just saying like from little steps, as you know, comes from eating. And also they're very well educated about, you know food and you know if they go to super if I ask Emily to oh can you pick something you know she will know she will pick up always you know organic and stuff if she can find because she knows you know it's it's good for you it's not good to put a poison in her body so I think my family my immediate family is uh is very good well obviously on my other side so my brother he's a devout meat eater <laughs> and with him I think we always have debates it's like oh why why is meat necessary and you know I think when he came to stayed with me he was a shock for a while he's like what I can't eat any meat I'm like you know it's you're gonna survive it's okay but where do I get my protein and I'm like okay so the cow that you eat eats grass which is plants so your cow gets its protein totally from plants, <laughs> but you're just gonna, you know, like why go, why go to the cow when it can go straight into plants? You know, you don't need the middle step. To, but you know, I think it's, there's a lot of conditioning, isn't it? And there's fear, and you know, like I have, I th- you know, I have, I think most of my friends are well, I don't know, like maybe fifty fifty. I have meat eaters and fifty who are not, but it's it's getting much better. You know, it used to be, you know wasn't it when he went out and especially I remember when I used to come to Estonia and, and you go to all the relatives and you're like oh Sirle, what do we do you know like, like she doesn't need anything but uh, I always try but maybe you want to try and I'm like no yeah, no yeah it's like oh but it's so tasty you don't know what you're missing out it's like grandma no it's like I'm happy and um but yeah, I think that on the same subject, uh, maybe some people, they think that organic and local food, it often seems more expensive than processed food. And uh, I believe that this, this is often the reason why people choose cheaper and, and maybe not sustainable food or they go to eat meat. So how do you suggest to approach that? Yeah, uh, firstly, yes, I totally agree. It is more expensive, but that's firstly... Well, 
it's down to supply and demand. So if there's more demand, you know, so the cost will come down. Because obviously, if you produce something very little, or uh, you know, you have to charge more, and and obviously the cost of it because it's more ethically done. So it's going to cost more. But again, the more people start, if the more people start choosing it, the better uh, the price will be. You know, like like I said, where I live, I'm um, I'm very lucky because the community here is quite ethically minded. So therefore um, we have options here that are not atrociously priced but at the same time with the same breath I would like to say meat is quite expensive I mean you know like it should be as well you know because it's a it's been a living thing <laughs> you know so I understand but if you cut the meat out you have way more money left for your organic vegetables and do you, do you see what I'm saying? You know, like, because if you make the jump, and I know this because, you know, obviously, you know, in my previous relationship or stuff, I haven't, you know, they're not being a vegetarian, even though I was. So I, I could see, you know, how much, you know, and sharing all the bills and stuff, like household stuff, I could see how much money meat kind of takes. So actually, the meat doesn't, meat takes more than my organic uh, fruit and veg. So, you know, so if, if if your point is like, oh, but I can't eat that because it's too expensive. It's like, well, how about you ditch your meat? And, you know, you, you choose because like one kilo of carrots, like organic carrots, can make a lot of things. You know, you can make other soups or you can grate, you can make salads and stuff versus, you know, I don't know, what, what does it cost in, uh, in the UK? One kilo of organic carrots cost about, where I live, about one pound. So versus, you know, like, what can I get meat-wise in one pound? I can't get nothing. So let's say a cheapest meat, you know, like two pieces of chicken, you would get for, let's say, four pounds. With four pounds, I've managed to get one bag of organic carrots, one uh, bag of potato, organic potatoes. Oh, what's this? That would be one pound fifty, so that's two fifty. And then I can go for broccoli and, you know, all these things. So with that, I managed to create a soup, you know, for a whole family. So it's actually uh, and lentils you know with it so for many days so it's just uh, and again it comes to a choice and this is what it is so the little choice can have a huge impact so if you choose meat obviously you maybe don't have so much money then left for organic vegetables to side with but if you choose only vegetables you will obviously have more money for it and you can have the healthier and better uh, food yeah. and quality yeah. So you have to just make a shift in your mind and you just have to understand the choices that you make and maybe put it on paper and then you will see that what it actually costs you buy meat and on the same, with the same money, what, what can you buy in the aisle of vegetables? Exactly. And and also, you know, like when we talk about costs and everything, like if you if you eat crap food, all of the, I know, like, OK, sometimes like don't get me wrong. I've been there's been times in my life when I've been so broke, <laughs> you know, like, OK, let's eat porridge whole month, you know. And so I, I, I totally understand. But at the same time, I also caught myself to that position because I made some other wrong choices because I was like, do you know what? I really want this dress or handbag. So, OK, I'm going to suffer. But obviously that's when I was younger. I wouldn't make those choices now because I know that health is way more important than a dress or a handbag or a shoe or something because um also and you know when your health goes and I've I've had some issues in the past you know that has really made it clear to me that you know health is so important and nothing is as valuable as health and therefore 
it's super important to make sure that what you put in a body, um, because none of us is invincible, really, and it's going to catch up <laughs> sooner or later. So might as well, you know, yeah, uh, you know, make sure that you just put good stuff so it doesn't. <laughs> yeah, but uh, for our listeners, yes, uh, could you also suggest some good documentaries to watch to have maybe a bigger picture on, on the topic? Yeah, there's a uh, definitely. So there's well, Forks Over Knives. That's a fantastic documentary. It's plant, about plant-based diets, about China study, uh, which is the most conclusive study. That is so good. So Forks Over Knives is kind of I don't know. I think maybe a lot of people are familiar. Uh, the recent one that came out, Game Changer, but Forks Over Knives is like years before that so it's a good uh one to watch so game changer is obviously the one um that's current and it's all about you know these famous people and bodybuilders but um yeah i would i would start yeah perhaps start with game changer watch forks of the nice and cowspiracy uh, is very interesting because it talks about the obviously the environmental impacts of eating meat and then um, earthlings uh is, <laughs> i love that one and it's quite emotional touching so have a box of tissues with it and that's about animals and because I think a lot of people I don't know maybe it's just haven't had time to think about it but or don't believe but animals do have emotions and 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 feel and I believe if if we can be kind to animals then obviously it's so much easier to be kind to humans as well and I believe someone wise person said at some time you know the measure of our character is measured how we treat animals. So, yeah, which I think, you know, when you kind of really think about that and meditate on it, you can really see, because if you, if you find kindness and compassion towards, you know, someone who's, you know, dependent on you, then, you know, you're going to be much greater, aren't you? So, yeah. Uh, but also, there's a, there's a really good website that I hope, that I hope uh, everyone kind of gets excited about. Um, it's called uh, Vegetarian Calculator. So I don't know, maybe you can uh, put a link to it, uh, vegetariancalculator.com. And with it, uh, and also it has a vegan option at, uh, as well, but it's on the same site. And uh, in it, it asks, you know, how many days have you been vegetarian? Or, and, and then it will tell you how, many, how much carbon emission you've saved, how many animals you've saved. So it can really get you motivated because through that you can see what change you're making just by, you know, just by ditching meat. Oh, this is actually perfect because uh, we, we, for to conclude, uh, maybe we can invite people to take a challenge in, in this summer and they can use this vegetarian calculator. And what would you suggest, uh, Sirla? What should people do to maybe well, the small steps? <laughs> Yeah, so basically, if you're completely new to vegetarian food, I would challenge you, you know, to have a one day a week because you have dimethated bear, so vegetarian Tuesdays in the UK, we have meatless Mondays, and uh, just, yeah, like have a look at these and just one whole day uh, eat vegetarian or plant-based so that's your three basic meals and see how you feel and you know like start making notice of it and I'm sure that will pick it up and there's some great recipes around and also I have my webpage if you want to go and have a look there will be way more stuff coming through and um, but um yeah, it's just uh, there's tons of, and I'm obviously, you know, if anyone's interested, I can point to all sorts of directions, and there's so much good 
uh, vegetarian recipes out there because I think that is actually the point. You need to find people who you like or whose cooking style you like, you know, because there's, yeah, when you find your good recipes, you don't even notice you're eating vegetarian or vegan food. You're just like, wow, blown away by the flavors and uh, and everything. So, yeah. yeah. I know that your recipes, they are so delicious and they are so good. So I really suggest people go check out Sirle's uh, web page and, and the recipes. We will oh, put a link thank you. down. <laughs> yeah. So thank you very much, Sirle, for sharing your thoughts and, and your, your mission here. I hope that a lot of people who have listened to us that they will get uh, a good idea of what it means to have like a vegetarian choices and what it does in the world uh, and what it how it helps the environment and also if you are yourself already a vegetarian you can send the podcast to your friends so they can maybe also have some ideas and maybe just take part in our challenge and uh, once a week take take this day and then start vegetarian yeah that would be amazing that would be really cool oh thank you so much and yeah it's been an absolute pleasure and yeah i hope a lot of people would join in a challenge and we should create a hashtag shouldn't we you know so uh, just to see how everyone's get along and support each other if they're in a challenge and yeah that would be lovely (laughs) thank you very much thank you Bye. bye